Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Pour It Out with Alana Beverly. I am your host, Alana, and I'm super excited to have you join me today. Today is part two with my sister, Jenny Beverly. Uh, last week, she joined us and shared her story um, about how she kind of got into worship and leading worship and what worship has been like for her over the different seasons of life. It was a wonderful, wonderful conversation. If you missed it, go back and listen. Uh, it was episode 29. Go listen. You don't want to miss it. Um, but today she is on. We recorded two parts last week. We did the first part where she shared her story. And then I just wanted her to go a little bit deeper into worship and specifically talk about um she talked a lot in her story about finding worship as, you know, a place to really connect with the Lord, getting in that secret place, that time of being just, you know, really like intimate with him where it's just her and him and what that has looked like. Um, but then there's this other side of worship where it's like, this is warfare. This is how we fight our battles. And, um, I wanted her to kind of talk about that a little bit. It's something that I have personally learned from her. And so I wanted her to share on that a little bit. So that's what today is. And so if you are someone who, you know, maybe you don't know um, that worship is warfare, that worship is a tool in our belt, like she says, um, where it's one of the weapons that we have to fight against the enemy when hard times come our way. You know, this is something that will teach you and encourage you and challenge you. And if you're someone who has known that, and this isn't new news to you, it still, I think will be encouraging and challenging. And just that reminder that no matter what you're going through, no matter what situation you're facing, um, you worship and you worship your way through, um, praise confuses the enemy. And that's something that we need to keep in mind always. And so, Praise and worship, um, they're, they're weapons that we have to fight against him. And so she kind of digs into that a little bit today. So grab a cup of coffee or your tea or whatever and join us uh, as we pour it out. Okay, so one thing that I know about you is that you believe in like worship is your weapon. Yeah. And so there have been a lot of seasons that I've walked with you where you've walked through some hard things and hard times and worship has been the thing that not only, you know, you talked a lot about like being in your secret place and, and finding him there and him giving you strength and giving you wisdom and giving you the guidance and everything and all of that. But then there's another aspect of it where it's like, you got to fight with it sometimes. Like we fight with the word of God, we fight with worship. And so I want you to talk to people, especially because towards the end of our last conversation, you kind of went into like, we're, you know, the world's dark and it's getting darker and we're called to, you know, be people of light and be the ones who stand out. And so whether it's the world that we live in or whether it's the personal things that we face, you know, maybe there are people listening that they've got loved ones that, you know, are not living for the Lord, or they've got loved ones that are sick and they're battling through, you know, cancer or whatever, or their marriage is in shambles and they need to really fight 
um, tell, not like a how to, but just talk about how that's been for you. Like, um, what it's been like to use worship, not only as like a secret place meeting with Jesus, but also like, this is how I fight my battles kind of thing. Sure. So, um, I am one of those people that believes what the Bible says. (laughs) Um, and this is what I mean by that. I believe that if God said it, it's true. And so, um, if, if he says, you know, that, you know, um, that we don't fight against flesh and blood, um, but against powers and principalities and darkness of this world, then I believe that our weapon isn't against people or our enemy isn't people. It's the spirit behind them. Um, I believe that, um, if he's in the word that he says, um, that, um, by our stripes, by his stripes, we are healed. Then I believe that because he, um, died on the cross and he took our sins upon him. Um, that the Bible says that he took our sicknesses as well. And so, um, we have rights, we have rights to, um, claim healing and deliverance and being set free as a result of, um, what he did for us on the cross. And so because we have those rights and because he did those things for us, because he conquered death, hell, and the grave, and because he rose again, um, we now have the authority to claim what's rightfully ours. Um, I believe that, um, that worship is one of those weapons, um, prayer, intercession, um, all of those things are weapons that he has given us as tools in our belt to be able to fight the battles that come our way. Um, and so, um, if he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and mind, and if he has, um, made us more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, then we have all the things that we need to fight what comes against us. Um, we don't have to just sit back and take what the enemy gives to us and just bow down on it at the defeat and, um, the attacks that are thrown our way. We don't have we don't have to do that because we've been given the authority. We've been given the rights because of Jesus and what he did for us on the cross. And so worship and, and prayer and intercession and all of those things are tools in our belt. They're weapons that we have to be able to, um, to be able to fight those battles. Um, the word of God is our power. It's, it's, it's the truth. It is, um, sharper than any two-edged sword. <laughs> it is um, it is what we can use to fight against what the enemy has done. And so um, um, those who are who have an ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying um, are gonna hear. You know, ask and it shall be given, seeking you shall find, knocking the door will be open to you. I believe all of those things. And so um, you know prophecy and prophetic worship is a big part of how I've learned to fight battles that have come my way. Um, so now I'm going to stop you right there and say that for people who have no idea what you mean when you say that, yeah, just explain it a tidbit. Sure. So it's basically hearing from the Lord, hearing his voice, you know, my, the Bible says that my sheep know my voice. And so 
being able to hear him, hear his voice, hear what he is saying, and then be able to speak those things out. And, um, you know, when you're worshiping, um, a technique that I usually will use is, um, you know, I'll start off singing something familiar, um, whether it be a familiar song, whether it just be kind of entering into worship. And then as you're singing, you know, something to him, whether it's just holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, um, something that's just directly to him, none of the fluff, none of the stuff that's about me or about anybody else, but the stuff that's directly focused upon him. As I'm singing those things, I'm also actively listening. I'm listening for what he's wanting to say. I'm listening for what he's wanting to, to do. And so maybe that's the birth of another song. Maybe it's just I, I hear what he's saying and I begin to sing other words out. Maybe it's a spoken word. Maybe it's something that um, he wants to do. Maybe it's something he wants to say. Maybe it's something to someone else. Um, just being in tune and be able to just open your ears and hear him um, and say those things or sing those things out. Um, that gives him the authority, the, the ability then to speak directly into the atmosphere, to, to take control of um, the environment, the, the, the worship experience in itself. Um, and um, it, that is what I feel are the worship movements that change things, that, that, that bring the difference because we are, we're working as a direct line to him to speak and to sing those things out. Um, I remember when my dad was sick, um, and we were waiting for what seemed like an eternity for him to get a liver transplant. Um, we worshiped, all of us <laughs> worshiped and prayed and worshiped and prayed and called those things that were not as though they were into existence until he he was out on the other side victorious. And so, um, you know, we used worship as a weapon, mm -hmm. um, to, to claim those things and to, um, to worship the Lord in advance, to praise him in the midst of that storm, um, just to see a result that was from him. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I, have found that to be such a powerful tool um, because when you, when you're hearing straight from the Lord and you're being obedient enough to speak those things out, that's when hearts are changed. That's when people are set free. That's when, that's when healing takes place. That's when you start to see the outbreak of the things that, you know, have are, are so foreign to a lot of other people. Um, but we've seen it so many times. We have experienced it so many times that we can never go back to just singing the songs, like, like nothing or just singing or praying these powerless prayers and words. Um, I have seen too much <laughs> and experienced too much to know any different. Um, and so, um, you know, it is a, it is a powerful tool, um, and it's really not hard, um, to just listen for his voice, 
and speak those things out, sing those things out and just follow his lead. You know, um, you know, maybe it's from just this song to this song. Maybe it's just this song to this spoken word. Maybe it's just this song to this prayer. Maybe it's, we don't do anything at all. Maybe it's just, we just stop and listen, Mm -hmm. but whatever it is that he's calling to do, everyone be, um, in, in alignment and agreement with what the Holy Spirit is doing in that moment to obey and do it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that was one of the things that I got to live yeah. at Freedom House. Yeah. Was everyone following the voice of the Lord and, yeah. and being led in the direction that the Holy Spirit was taking. Yeah. And so, um, that gave me confidence then because then it, the fears of me feeling like it was all about me or I had to do something or produce something or perform something, all that pressure was taken off because all I had to do was tap in and listen to him. And if I was listening to him and letting him do it, then, then I could literally fade away. Yeah. I could literally be just another person sitting in this room who happens to be playing the piano, (laughs) you know what I mean? In, in front of everyone. But but I could literally fade away and it literally be just him and what he wants to do in his agenda. And so, um, you know, that became my weapon that became, you know, my power, my, my source to be able to fight against the enemy. And so, um, yeah, it is, it's a, it's a powerful tool. It's a powerful tool. So I love it. Well, I'm going to ask you to pray. Okay. And I want you to pray um, specifically for that. I want you to pray that people um, who maybe have, who are in hard places. I mean, I think we're all in hard places in some way, shape or form. So like how to, to pray that out, that we would be people who, would use worship as our warfare and that we um, would be bold and confident and stand on the promises of God, even when we don't see it, even when we don't feel it. And just pray that, that people who are listening would have those encounters with the Holy spirit that would empower them, um, you know, to fight. And so would you pray for us? Sure. So Lord, I just bless you. I just thank you, Father, that you give us the tools and you equip us with your word, with Holy Spirit, with worship, with all the things that we need, Father, to combat um, an enemy who wants to still kill and destroy us. I thank you, Lord God, that you don't just leave us out hanging powerless, um, that you um, that you are with us and you are for us and you take care of us and you are good. And I just pray, Lord God, that you would just begin to stir up the hearts, Lord God, that are listening. I pray, Lord God, if they're in a place of struggle, if they're in a place of feeling overwhelmed, if they're in a place, Lord God, where, um, you know, hardship has taken over, I pray, Lord God, that they would take intercession, take worship, take um, your word and use them to fight. Lord God, that you would rise up in them, Father, a spirit of confidence in you that, um, that they would get in the secret place and they would 
um, they would connect with you and attach themselves to you being the vine father and that um, they would hear from you and that they would know from you and know your voice father and be confident in your word that what you say is true what you say in your word you're going to do you're going to do it because you are you are trustworthy you are good and you are faithful and so I pray Lord God that um, that you would begin to stir us up, Father. Connect us all together, Father. As um, you know, times get darker, Lord God. I pray that our lights get brighter. I pray, Lord God, that that um, our our relationships with you and with each other, Lord God, will only get stronger, Lord, in this time. And that um, you would be able to do a good um, and an incredible work on the earth, Lord. Um, I thank you, Father, that um, that even though times are dark, Father, that you have created us to be here for such a time as this and that we are to occupy until you come. And so I just pray, God, that you would just equip us, that you would fill us, and that you would just move in each and every one of our hearts, Lord God, to not be discouraged, Father, but to be encouraged that you are with us and you are for us and you are not against us. We bless you, Lord Jesus, and I thank you for what you're doing. We just love you. In your name. Amen. Well, we ran out of time on the other podcast, but I, um, I just want to thank you publicly, um, for being someone who lives this out. You know, I, when I was thinking about, you know, what to talk about, um, I don't know if you remember this or not, cause it's been a while, but one year for your birthday, I got you a necklace that said, um, your praise will ever yeah. be on my lips. And I think if anybody were to ever ask me to sum you up in a sentence or a phrase, or how would I best describe you? It would be that. And I think I have described you as that to people because we've been, you know, you've been a part of my life, a big part of my life for almost 30 years, which is insane to even think about. (laughs) Um, But we've walked a lot of life in, in that time. And in in those days when your dad was at his lowest or when other things happened and it was the hard, those hard seasons, that's one thing that I can say with a confidence is his praise never left your lips. And you are someone who worships no matter what you worship when things are good, you worship when things are hard, you worship when things are confusing and you don't know what he's doing and where he's taking you and you worship when you have a clear neon light and you know what he's telling you to. Um, and so I just, you know, publicly want to honor you for that. You know, the example that you set for the kids and the example, every time you get up, it's like, I love watching you because it's this like little sister pride of like, you're not just up there doing it. Like you live it out. And so you truly are like imparting that whether you're leading worship or whether you're leading chapel, like you impart that, that boldness and that confidence and just that spirit of worship everywhere you go. And it's powerful and it's beautiful and it's needed. And I think that, um, he's raised you up for such a time as this to be a leader for people to look to, um, of what to do and how to live in these days. And so I just, 
I'm thankful for who you are in my life and who you are just in general. And I'm just, I'm, I'm very, very thankful. So thanks. I love you. you. I want to take just a quick second and tell you about my local partners that I have here in Chilla Coffee. These are three local businesses who have come alongside me to support me, to encourage me, and to help me in any way. They are absolutely incredible. I'm going to start with Roast Coffee, hands down best coffee in Chilla Coffee. Their tagline is coffee and community. You can walk in, get amazing coffee and talk to some incredible baristas. And also you always run into people that you know because we have a fantastic community and they hang out there. It is the best place to go. You will find me in there a lot, whether I am sitting down, meeting with someone face-to-face, whether I'm grabbing something to go. Sometimes I go and don't even order coffee. I just sit because the atmosphere is so wonderful that I just enjoy being there. One of the best places to be here in town is located in the Fort Collective, so you can grab your coffee and also shop around while you're in there. And the best baristas. I mean, just really the best people. We are gearing up, we are kicking off summer. And so let me tell you, the iced Cubano, I like it with oat milk, would be my hands down favorite uh, summer drink. I also like just the simple cold brew. And if you're into teas, their iced chai tea and their iced matcha are both fantastic as well. They also have a lemonade that is bottled, it's pre-bottled, and it is fantastic. So even if coffee is not your thing, go grab a lemonade and you will be just as excited and you will love it just as much, I promise. My second partner that I want to tell you about is Sweet William Blossom Boutique. Uh, They are located on 2nd Street across from Carl's Townhouse, and they have been my favorite downtown business since the very beginning. Um, They've got the best chocolate-covered strawberries, the most beautiful flowers. Guys, we are in peony season, which is like the best season if you ask me. They have the most beautiful peony arrangements. Go check them out. If you want to brighten someone's day, get them a peony arrangement get them some chocolate covered strawberries or a gourmet apple you cannot go wrong if you are looking for a pick-me-up for yourself or a way to brighten someone's day stop in there and I promise anything you get (laughs) anything that you get will brighten someone's day they also have a new dirty pop stand if you don't know what a dirty pop is then pop in and go check them out oh did you catch that no pun intended um But go check it out. They are fantastic. And they have the cutest, most perfect little charcuterie cone to go with it. So if you are downtown and you just need a quick little snack, go grab a Dirty Pop and a charcuterie cone and you will be good to go. Cannot say enough good things about uh, Sweet William Blossom Boutique. It literally has been my favorite downtown business since they opened. Um... There's nothing, I will say this forever and ever because it is the truth, there is nothing better than getting a pink box, either delivered to you by them or delivered to you by a friend. There's nothing better, I promise. And lastly, Maggie and Me Candle Company. These are 
amazing smelling candles that are safe. They are hand poured, they are healthy for you, and they are made with love by Lid Bunstein and her granddaughter Maggie. And they are fantastic. You can pick them up around town at different places. They are sold at High Five Bakery. They are sold at New System Bakery. They are sold at Nelly Dog. Um, they are sold all around and you can also find them online. So look them up on social media and go check them out. And if you go to any of these places, be sure to let them know that Alana sent you. I hope you all really enjoyed that episode. I hope that it encouraged you. I hope that it challenged you. I hope that it stirred up something within you. Um, I hope and pray that if you are someone who finds yourself in the middle of a battle, in the middle of a tough situation or circumstance, that hearing this today um, stirs that up within you to fight um, to use worship as a warfare. Maybe you haven't really known how to fight the enemy or you haven't really known what to do. Um, and I pray that after listening to this, you are challenged and, and pushed um, to use that as, as warfare. Um, one thing, you know, Jenny kind of touched on when her dad was sick and um, her dad had gotten to a place where he needed a liver transplant and he was really, really sick. And that season of life was probably where I learned the most about fighting with worship. And she talked about that. And um, it's something that really personally means so much to me because it's a time I can remember Jenny and her mom saying, um, you know, God, you said in your word this, you promised this. And that's where I just really learned personally um, how to do that, how to fight. And I can remember getting bad news, you know, when we were walking through that season, when her dad would have rough days and driving up to the hospital um, with other family members and just cranking up praise music and declaring, you know, God, your, your word says this, you are a healer, you are a deliverer, you are, um, you are mighty to save. <laughs> and, you know, sickness doesn't rain here. Um, Fear, anxiety doesn't reign here, but your spirit reigns here. And in your in your presence, there's the fullness of joy. There's freedom. There's breakthrough. And we're declaring this. And we would, um, I remember one time specifically, uh, we had gotten a bad report on her dad. And so her aunt and I drove up that night to the hospital. He was in Columbus. And I remember getting that report and literally turning on praise music the whole way up. Uh, to Columbus. And we were just singing and declaring and praying the whole time in the car. And by the time we got there, he was sitting up laughing, talking, smiling. You would have never known anything was even wrong with him. Um, because that's just the way that the Lord works. That's the way that, that he fights for us. He, he comes in, um, and he changes what the enemy does and what the enemy says. And so, I have experienced it. That was a time in my life that I really, really, really learned the importance and the lesson and the power of using praise and worship as warfare to fight against the enemy. And so, of course, I wanted her to be the one to kind of talk on it. Um, it's something that we'll probably talk about more. I She's someone who 
um, we'll for sure be back on, on the podcast and we'll probably dive a little bit deeper into that and a few other things. She's just a wealth of information, of knowledge, of wisdom. I have learned so much from her. Um, and, um, I'm just so excited that she got to share on here and that you guys got to experience a little bit of what, what she has to offer. So, um, Thank you for listening today. And I just pray that the Lord blesses you through it and that you were drawn closer to him through it. Um, so I love you all. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll join you next week for a new episode of Pour It Out.